This is the Savvy Parent Podcast, where lawyer and financial planning expert Shannon McNulty and her guests share tips on how to make smart legal and financial decisions for your family. On this episode of the Savvy Parent Podcast, we're joined by AJ Ayers, certified financial planner, certified student loan professional, and co-founder of Brooklyn FI. AJ discusses the important topic of paying off your student loans when you're a parent. We know you have many financial responsibilities and knowing when and how to pay off your student loans can leave you with questions, but AJ is here with answers. While everyone's situation is different, AJ gives great tips and points to consider when it comes to paying off your student loans, taking on more student debt as a parent, and how to approach college savings for your own children. Enjoy the episode. AJ, we are so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to the Savvy Parent Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And Shannon is always welcome back to our show. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. Always good to be here. All right. So AJ, let's dive right in. What is your philosophy when it comes to parents paying off their own student loans, especially with all of the other financial responsibilities that we have? Yeah, this is this is like the million dollar question, right? This is, you know, when you're typing that search into Google, like, should I pay off my student loans or should I invest, right? That's the question here. And the way that I like to approach this is thinking about the opportunity cost and thinking about interest rates. Um, You know, as a parent, you probably have lots of other obligations, right? You've got uh, expenses for your kids, you've got school, you've got saving for college, you've got your own retirement to worry about, right? You probably are making some 401k contributions, Um, maybe you're saving for a house, maybe you've got an expensive mortgage, right? Like the list goes on. Um, When we talk about student loans, you know, I think about them from an emotional perspective too. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the fact that you have student loans? That's the first question. Um, if the answer to that is no, and you, you know they're there, you're paying them off, they're just annoying to you, that's when we take a look at the interest rate. You know, is the interest rate high? How do we define high? Um, generally, I like to say if they're under 5%, um, I generally recommend that parents just continue to pay off the minimum payment. Um, just you're, you're doing what you need to do, you're satisfying your obligation to pay those loans back, but you don't do anything extra. You're not trying to pay them off faster because those dollars are better spent elsewhere, like your 401k. Uh, like your kids' education, saving for your own retirement, and making sure your kids are are well set up for that. You know, if the interest rates are high, that's when we start to think about the opportunity cost. If your interest rates are 8 to 10%, maybe you have a private loan, you know, it's really hard to get 8 to 10% on another type of investment. So that is when I do recommend that parents go ahead and pay off those loans a lot faster when our interest rates are a lot higher. Okay, great. There's lots of good stuff in there. But before we kind of dig in a little bit more, Shannon, we recently talked on the show about saving for our own kids' college education. And now we're shifting gears to this topic of us paying it off. So big picture, why is this important from your perspective? Well, it's just something that a lot of my clients are dealing with. You know, they, all of the estate planning and the financial planning all come together. And I think you know, when you're at this point in life, there are just so many um, stresses on your pocketbook. So like you were saying, or like Ali Jane was saying, like you have, um, you're trying to contribute to your retirement, paying for just your kids, diapers, childcare, all of these things. And then on top of that, you have this sometimes very big student loan. And, and I think this topic is be- getting much more attention now because we're almost in a, a bubble. I mean, a lot of people are talking about like, the amount of student loans right now is way higher than it's ever been in the past. And is this sustainable? Um, it's starting to affect how younger people are 
having families? Are they waiting because they have this huge debt? Are they waiting to buy houses? Because, you know, instead of a mortgage, they still have a basically another mortgage that they're paying off. So I think this affects both generally society in terms of how things are playing out with the economy. And that will continue as well. And then as well for each individual client dealing with this and trying to figure out how to manage this. So you have the debt, you know, once you've already incurred it, what do you do with it and how is it best to manage it? Like Joe was saying, is it better to pay it off? Is this something that's just really bothering you? Do you have the money? Can you pay it off? Or is it actually better? Um, in a lot of cases, if you have a low interest rate, you just keep the loans, pay your minimum payments, and then put the money, the excess in your 401k or your IRA. And I think that what AJ was saying about the emotional part of that is, is really interesting of like, is this really weighing on you? Because if it is, then it might just be something you want to take care of regardless. Um, but I think, you know, if you're looking at this in a very objective view and looking at where you should put your money, then um, looking at the interest rates and what other opportunities you have in terms of investing um, is, is a good way to go. Yeah. I mean, as parents, we're in such an interesting position a lot of times where we're thinking of paying off our own loans and then we're thinking down the road for our kids and how do we want to approach that with them? And so, AJ, while we can't predict the future, do you think that parents who have loans, are we going to see any of that being forgiven? Are there going to be supports that come up for parents who do still have their own loans that they're paying off? We know you don't have a crystal ball, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I had a crystal ball, right? This is such an important question. We hear so many rumors. Politicians love to promise things, right? On the, the recent campaign trail, you know, each politician had had to mention student loans because it's such a hot button issue for so many families in this country, you know, all the way from very low income and very high income. You know, I have clients who make six, seven figures a year and still have, you know, three hundred, six hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt because they went to graduate school to get these really high paying jobs. So do I think there is forgiveness coming? I have no idea. One thing that I tell my clients who are generally in the you know, higher income in New York City is that any type of forgiveness program that we can expect to come um, is probably going to be based on income. Um, so the forgiveness programs, if they do come from either the Democrats, the Republicans, or whomever, um, we're probably going to see them impacting the borrowers who you know, are, can't afford to put food on the table, not the borrowers who are deciding between funding the 401k or paying off the mortgage. So that's kind of my my caveat. I, I hope that some kind of forgiveness is coming for all. Do I think it's coming for those who make more than $100,000 a year? Probably not, unfortunately. Yeah, well, that's that's good information to have. And again, you can't make predictions, but I think that's that's solid advice. So for anyone who's kind of holding out for that, maybe look at where your income is and if that really would even be possible for you. Um, and then make other decisions. So for those of us who still might have student loans and we're thinking, okay, I'm comfortable enough. I don't feel the need to pay it off right away. What do we need to know about refinancing a loan, consolidating, if, if we're going to have them stick around for a while? Yeah, refinancing, another super hot button issue. And, you know, maybe this is the, you know, the financial planner in me, but this is, this is a big decision. Um, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. And I, I, I'm biased, of course, but I really recommend talking to someone who specializes in student loans before making that big decision. Um, because refinancing, right, we're getting, we're, I get ads on my phone all day for refinancing student loan rates, you know? So there's a lot of companies competing for your student loan dollars 
Um, so they can charge you interest, right? They, they'll make money off you for that. Um, so a couple of things to think of, to keep in mind in terms of uh, refinancing are your interest rate, of course. Getting a lower interest rate, often a great reason to refinance. One of the, the downsides of refinancing, if you have uh, federal loans, which a lot of student borrowers have, when you refinance with a private company like a SoFi or a Common Bond or an Earnest, you lose the protections um, and perks of federal loans. We saw that play out this year uh, with coronavirus and the CARES Act. There was a federal mandate that said all interest on student loans are frozen and you don't have to make payments. First, it was for three months and it was for six months. Currently, I believe it's extended to the end of the year. Borrowers who had refinanced in 2019 with private lenders didn't get that at all. They still had to make those payments. Those are private companies who are trying to make profit. Um, you know, they didn't get to, to have any of those perks. Same with forgiveness. You know, if that's coming, we don't know. Um, we will lose the protection of the federal, the federal government-backed loans if you go to a, a private refinance situation. Got it. And Shannon, what do people need to understand when it comes to refinancing or consolidating and their overall estate planning? Sure. So the way that this comes into estate planning is that it is part of what you're leaving in terms of your legacy, right? Of, of taking care of your kids. So we're looking at how much would be available for um, your spouse, your kids. You are looking at both your assets, your um, your life insurance, and then your debts as well. So that could be mortgage. It could be student loan debts. One of the benefits of student loan debts, if you have federal loans is that if you die, the loans get forgiven. And so a lot of people don't realize that that's, you know, that there is that benefit, but it's, it can be huge and it could be basically like another life insurance policy. So, um, it is something that like AJ was saying, there are certain benefits that are lost if you refinance. And then generally, if you do that or consolidate a, a number of student loans, you're going to be going into a private lender. And that benefit is not available with private lenders. So you could be getting a lower interest rate, but if you passed away, then that debt is going to go fall onto your spouse or your kids. Um, so that's something you want to consider before going into refinancing. Okay. This is all really good information. I think these are the nuances that you don't necessarily think about. We see lower interest. We see one payment instead of several. And it feels very appealing. So these are good details for us to have a better understanding on. Now, AJ, you touched on this a little bit. So when parents do have their own student loans and they're also thinking of saving for their kids so that maybe they don't have the same sort of burden that we went through, what are your recommendations about paying off their own loans prior to or in addition to saving for the future? Because I struggled with this. I didn't know, should I be paying off my loans and then I have that money to put aside? It's, it's hard. What, what should parents be doing in terms of where to put the money? Yeah, and this this is the the cop out financial planner answer, which is it depends, right? Yeah. Um, again, it's an emotional decision um, for a lot of parents. You know, having your own loans as you go to think about you know your your kids going through college. You know, we're starting to see that. You know, huge balances, three hundred thousand dollars borrowed. Yeah, it's going to take you many decades to pay that off. Probably your kids could potentially be eighteen by the time you 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 still haven't paid off their loans. You know, my, my general rule of thumb is that, it, again, it comes down to interest rates, right? Um, and making sure that you have an affordable enough monthly payment on your loans so that you can start saving for things like your own retirement, your own kids' uh, college education. 
In New York, um, we often recommend that our clients do uh, 529 plan contributions. 529 plan is a college savings account. Um, so, you know, client comes to us, says, I've got $200,000 in student loans, you know, but my kid is five. Should, I need to start saving for college. What should I do? We do recommend that we split the difference and we do start that college savings for that, that child. The loans are there. The payment terms are set. We know what the interest rate is. You can afford both. So talk to, talk to your financial planner about that. But I, I'm a big advocate of planning for the future, dealing with the loans as they are, um, but looking, looking, looking 5, 10, 30 years ahead to your retirement as well. Right. And so if interest loans or interest rates are manageable, the loan payment is also manageable. Um, do you recommend that parents just pay their own loans in the full term that they're given, or should they speed that up and try and pay it off a little more quickly? I, I'm sure it depends, but is there sort of a general rule of thumb? There isn't really, you know, it's, it's, do you have, is the cash better suited for something else? Right. You know, if you've got extra cash, you know, hanging out in a savings account, you've already got your emergency fund three to six months. Sure. Go ahead and pay off the loans. Right. Most people are not in that situation. Um, in fact, I don't know anyone in that situation. Um, but for the most part, you know, and this is personal opinion. Um, this is just based on lots of conversations with my clients who are for the most part in their thirties and forties, um, and do have those large debt numbers. Generally, I just recommend going going through the full term, right? Let's let's handle it. Let's 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 take it for what it is, but let's not ignore, you know, what's happening now. Starting families, planning for those kids to have, um, you know, be able to choose which college they get to go to, and not have to make that decision based on finances. Yeah, I think it's really interesting uh, to see the thoughts of student loans on the philosophy and how people think of it. Um, I feel like it's evolving because so many people have been stuck with these big loans that they are more concerned about paying for their own children's college education because they don't want them to get stuck with these bigger loans, which, you know, I'm a little bit older. And so <laughs> I was going to college. There just wasn't really that much of a big concern about, about your the parents. You know, I, I, it was nice if your parents could pay for it, but it wasn't something that they like planned for, for, for decades. But I think that that is changing because of the big debt burden that we're seeing with the newer generations graduating from college. Yeah. The first question I ask my clients is how did, how was college paid for for you? How do you feel about your children having student loans? And it's totally a personal opinion and experience-based answer, right? You know, if you had student loans, oh my God, I would never want my children to have that burden. Great. Let's keep paying off your loans, but let's make sure that the kids are set up with college funds. Other client says, you know, my parents paid for my education. That was the biggest gift they could have ever given me. I want to give that to my kids. Or I had student loans. I worked really hard. You know, I'm paying them off. I have no issue with my kids also having student loans. It's such a personal thing. Definitely. Now, for some parents, you know, they're, they've had their initial student loans or maybe saving for their kids. And they think, well, I would like to go back to school. I want to further my education. Um, if they need to take out more loans, what should they consider in terms of getting more education so that they set themselves up to continue to pay loans? Maybe these newer ones help set their kids up. Any advice for parents pursuing more education? Yeah. So, you know, when you go back to school, often there are opportunities to pause or defer current loan payments. So if you've got loans from undergrad, you decide to go back to school to get a master's degree or something like that. Um, often those 
those earlier undergrad loans get paused. Um, interest often will still be accruing. It really depends on each unique situation. You know, again, it's 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 so dependent on each person. But for the most part, you know, if you're going back to school, student loan rates right now in 2020, interest rates are really low. Um, so in terms of paying for that education, I have had a lot of clients um, take out student loans. You know, they've already paid off their undergrad loans and they've got kids that they're saving for college and they're taking out student loans again. Whereas, you know, two years ago, we saw student loan interest rates hitting like seven or 8%. And those were times where I would say to clients, like, let's think really long and hard about this decision. Is this, is this education absolutely necessary? Because it's going to be expensive. This is going to be like a mini home purchase that we didn't plan for in the financial plan. So just really understanding what you're signing up for. Uh, that's really the crux of student loans is you're a 17 and a half year old kid. Someone hands you a document that says, sign here. You didn't know that you were borrowing $60,000. You know, as hopefully as parents, you have a little bit better understanding of, of finance and you can make those decisions, you know, with your partner. You know, you have other peers. You hopefully have a financial planner who can help you make those, those better decisions. Yeah, I think part of what... Um... I continue to take away from these conversations around student loans is to have a conversation with your partner, your spouse, and with your children to really be sort of open and transparent about here's what we want to do. Here's what we can do. Kind of make sure everyone's on the same page. And obviously as parents, we have a lot of decision-making power, so we need to know what we're comfortable with. But yeah, communicating about this is, is really important. Any, any other tips for paying off student loans? Obviously, we've talked a lot about parents and the loans that we accrue, but just in general, tips for paying off student loans? I think, you know, right now um, for clients or, you know, for anyone who's got income, I do think that refinancing can make a lot of sense for people. Um, we see, you know, if you borrowed in the early 2000s or the mid 2000s with your loan interest rates at, you know, five to 8%, um, interest rates right now, I've seen, I've seen um, people get student loan rates for two and 3% you know, that can make a huge difference. Um, another tip is to really consider, um, you know, what your goal is. For some people, it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a nurse, you know, my, my salary is fixed by this, by my hospital, this is always going to be my salary. My goal is that I want my student loan payment to shrink down. Um, so refinancing is not just about interest rates, it's also about controlling how much you have to pay each month. Other people say, I want to pay my loans off as soon as possible. And I want to pay the lowest amount of interest. Great. Let's refinance to a shorter term. Let's make your monthly payment higher so you can pay your loans off by age 40. I hear that so often from clients. Like I want to be debt free by age 40. It's like, what can we do to make that happen? Um, another tip, speaking of nurses, just in general, we can't ignore the public service loan forgiveness program. Um, it's gotten a bit of bad press in its early years. Um, I want you to ignore that. Um, it's a fantastic program. It's very hard to implement. Um, there were some hiccups early on with people who work in public service. That would be, you know, teachers, uh, local governments, um, often with a lot of hospital workers. Um, and this program, in a nutshell, was basically you, you are doing a public service. You took a lower paying job. Um, so the government has this program. You work in that job for 10 years. You make a income-based payment on your loans based on what you can afford. Um, and after those 10 years, that whatever balance is left over is completely forgiven. Fantastic program. It's gotten better. It's definitely worth, worth exploring um, if you work at any kind of public health or government job. 
there are resources on the, the government websites for loans for how to qualify. They actually just last month, I believe, updated the application to make it easier. My general tips with student loans is it's never easy. If you are talking to a servicer, um, like your, your, FED, your Ed loan or your Great Lakes or your Navient, um, and someone is not getting the answer that you want or is being rude to you, hang up, call back, get a different person. Um, I've been on calls with clients and I've had a completely unreasonable person say no um, and the client get flustered and just hang up. And then we call back and we get another person who's able to help us. So that's like a, a weird hot tip is like, if you're not getting anywhere, try a different agent. Um, I've, I've seen that work several times. I love that. Those are really great tips. Well, AJ, thanks. This has been hugely helpful. Anything else you want to share with our listeners around student loans and paying them off? Um, I think just an emotional tip, which is that it's, it's okay. It is not shameful to have student loans. I had student loans. Um, my balance was, was not overwhelming. I see clients and friends and family who have overwhelming balances. You took, you know, you went to school. Hopefully you had a great experience. Um, hopefully it led to a fulfilling career. If it didn't, that's okay. It's, there's nothing to be ashamed of. They are what they are. I don't want you to get so frustrated and wrapped up in them. Just handle them. It's a monthly payment. Try to set up auto pay so you don't have to think about it. So it's just coming out of your accounts. It doesn't feel like a stress. Um, just try to get them out of your, your view as much as possible. Um, and I think that will feel, that'll just feel better. Financial planning and student loans is very emotional. So the more we can take the emotion out of it, the better. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for all of that. We really enjoyed having you on the show. My pleasure. So great to be here and great to see you, Shannon, as always. <laughs> you too, AJ. Thanks for being on. And this was so helpful. I think you had such great information and especially just indicating, I think really just demonstrating how complex this issue can be and how much value a financial advisor, um, particularly one who really specializes in this area, can be helpful. Thank you again to AJ Ayers from Brooklyn FI. For more financial and estate planning information and to join our free community, visit us at thesavvyparent.us.